Well, it's been a hot minute, hasn't it? But I'm back. Welcome to the Weight Release Revolution podcast. I started out so strong, and then I became the girl whose dog ate her homework. I'm your host, Bron Martin, the hypnotic weight whisperer. And this podcast is for you if you are so over freaking diets, but you still want to release weight. And what do you do? If you want to release weight without dieting, what happens? What do you do? Anyway, if diets don't work and we know they don't, then what do we do? Don't worry, you're in the right place. I'm going to share practical tools, inspiration, insights, and a little bit of mind-bendy hypno-magic to support you in your weight release journey. So let's get started, shall we? A topic that's been top of mind for me lately and which I posted about on my business Facebook page is the pursuit of perfection and how it leads to doom. (laughs) So uh, Dr. Mark Hyman, who I usually can get behind, apart from the fact that he has a thing called the Pegan diet, and he's got diet and a few of his things, um, but actually it's not, but it is, you know. And he also likes protein powder, which I'm a massive fan of things like that. Like just eat real food. Anyway, but um, tis the girl who eats donuts. Maybe that's why his post got to me because it was about donuts. Anyway, I'm sure that he just gets some content person to create random posts for him. I'm sure that he's not the one sitting there trying to find the perfect donut to go into his perfect, you know, post. Anyway, I'll read it out to you because you're like, what are you going on about? Get to the point. I will. All right. So the perfect diet has one hard rule, he writes, or his content person writes, let's be honest. Eat real food, not food like substances. And then it's got a picture of a donut, a chocolate one with sprinkles on it. Can you find a donut in nature? Is this a trick question? No, that's not what he wrote. That's what I was thinking. Don't try and be funny, Bronwyn. Just say it. Okay. Can you find a donut in nature? Nope. He, he did say that bit. And then he's got a red apple. Can you find an apple in nature? Yes. Anyway, what I wrote, I'll, I'll read out what I wrote, which is way better because I do my own content. <laughs> Um, Okay, it's not often I disagree with Dr. Mark Hyman. I think he's great. But this chasing perfection approach isn't helpful for many women. We're not aiming for perfection with what we eat. That way of thinking leads to a disordered relationship with food. And it just generally leads to you feeling a bit shit about yourself. I just added that bit in. What I do with my clients is to embed a slim mindset. Where occasionally we eat things that aren't as good for us. We don't eat that food often, but when we do, we choose it consciously, we enjoy it, and then we move on with our lives. Personally, I love a good gluten and dairy-free donut. Do I eat them every day? No. Every week? No. Maybe once a month. But that is actually a lie because in the last month, I've eaten donuts about three times. But that's not regular. It's just that there's this new place that's opened up in the mall called Happy Dough and they're dairy and gluten-free. And they're bloody delicious. But I'm going to stop going to that part of the mall now because it's become a habit. (laughs) And nothing has power and control over me because I am the motherfucking boss. The thing about a slim mindset is that you are the one in control, not the food. And that control starts with the mind, not the pursuit of perfection. Remember that it's what we do more often than not, which makes a difference. Instead of hard rules, let's have some loving boundaries. And I'm actually going to tell you what my commenters said. Oops. Oh, I hate it when you have to say most relevant, all comments. Just show me all the comments, Facebook, hurry up. I absolutely 100% agree. Actually, I, I absolutely agree 100%. And Carly writes, can you find protein powder in nature? Nope. 
which I loved. Um, and Clea says, Sigh, I hate this kind of logic. Belladonna, deadly nightshade, can be found in nature. So is that okay to eat? How about arsenic, lead or gold? All naturally occurring. Clearly not. Bloody good points. Very well made. Yeah. So anyway, I am so not into the pursuit for perfection. Oh God, this bird's just started chirping really loudly outside my window. Um, irritating. Anyway, bet Oprah doesn't have to put up with that. So recently I went to my friend's 50th and I live on the Sunshine Coast and it was in Brisbane. So we were staying overnight in a hotel. A friend and I were sharing a hotel room and she was coming down from Noosa and I just had to organize myself to go away for one night. I was acting like I was going away for a year, like it was ridiculous. I had the neighbor coming in to check on um, my dog and to take her out to the bathroom and my cats are self-sufficient for one night, right? And... This is what I wrote on my Facebook page because it summarizes it so well. And if I try and do it off the top of my head, I'm just going to waffle. Anyway, I wrote, I don't know what happens in my brain when I'm going away, even for a night. I decide that every single thing needs to be done. Like I'm battening down the hatches. I'm meant to be leaving in an hour. I haven't properly packed, but when I was looking for high heels to wear, I realized my shoe boxes needed washing and high heels that I'll never wear again because I can't walk in them and don't know how I ever did need to be put aside for charity. I've been busy organizing my shoes. I have to do all of my washing before I go, even though it's going to rain tomorrow. I noticed these sweet flowers on my succulent plant as I was hanging out sheets. So I faffed to get the perfect pick and the pick is beautiful to be fair. Now I'm posting about how late I am, which also isn't helping me pack and I still need to vacuum and mop. So my neighbor who was letting Lottie out, my dog out for a pee, doesn't think I'm a complete slob. Actually, I told her that I was like, look, I haven't mopped the vacuum cleaner broke and um, don't judge me. She was like, I'm not judging you. I'm like, good. Okay. And I wrote anyone else's mental, just me. And if in case anyone is worried about my mental health, I'm fine. Like somebody, somebody reached out to me like, oh, I'm feeling really like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I was being funny anyway. Um, and I think I might have a bit of ADHD and I'm okay with that as well. So that was my state of mind, right? I'm setting the scene here for going to my friend's 50th and it's about the pursuit of perfection. These things are linked, but I just had to set the scene. So my friend arrives. I'm still quickly trying to shove things into a suitcase and um, I, had a, I had this niggling feeling that I'd actually forgotten something, but I was just like, oh, it'll be fine. And I hadn't eaten and that's not usual for me. And so I hadn't eaten and I was just like, oh, this isn't great. And you know, when you're going away, sometimes somehow you're on your way and then like three hours have just vanished. And so all of a sudden um, we we're in the car. I had like a packet of my almond chips that I've talked to you guys about before and which are delicious and then I had a couple of these um, little pumpkin seed cluster things and that was it and so then we were meeting at 5 30 to get to this thing for six and um, by the time I got there and then I realized that I'd forgotten my skincare so we went into Maya and I was just gonna try and blag some um, free samples. Anyway, I don't know what the woman did. She had this jujitsu sales move and all of a sudden I'd spent $150 on Clarins products, which I used to use back in the day. Anyway, I didn't like them. So I took them back the next day. Um, she gave me some samples and I used those and I took the other things back. I do digress. So I'd faffed around a lot, right? By having to go to Maya and all of that. And then it took me ages to get my Spanx on. My God, <laughs> I couldn't walk in the shoes. So I was in a bit of a state. Anyway, we got there finally and it was magical. It was over the Brisbane River and it was beautifully decorated. There were like fairy lights everywhere. It was magical. 
And um, I got a selfie, which I put also put on my business Facebook page, and I'm being very glamorous. That was the before shot. And not that I was drinking or anything, because I don't drink. But what happened was, because I hadn't eaten, and I was there, I'm dairy and gluten-free, because I'm intolerant. And people sometimes are like, they just look at me and they're like, why, what happens? I'm like, I explode, that's what happens. Anyway, so I was there, and I just realized that all the canapes that were going around were all... Um, gluten and I did not care I ate everything and I was sitting in the chair moaning about my shoes talking to people meeting people chatting and eating all the things and then a couple about two hours later I was like my belly I looked six months pregnant I looked six months pregnant <laughs> and um, about nine o'clock the waiter comes over to me and he said um, excuse me are you gluten-free I said yeah and he goes everything you've been eating has got gluten in it he goes are you okay and I was like no no, I'm not okay. And he looked at me <laughs> in shock. He was just this young kid. And I said, I just have farted for a whole minute. And he didn't know what to do. And then I cracked up laughing because I think I'm hilarious. And um, I'd gone to the bathroom. And I know this is way too much information, but there's never an overshare in my world. I'd gone to the bathroom and had to stand in the stall and just, you know, relieve the pressure on my stomach because it was so painful. Anyway, I pulled myself together and I was fine. And um, it was worth it. <laughs> I needed to eat. The food was delicious. It was worth it. And I didn't really have any other major complications. So that's the thing we have to ask ourselves. Is it worth it? Like I'm going to India for a month in December. And I know that I'm going to be eating things with dairy in it. Because the curries might have like, you know, milk or whatever. Or, you know, I'll go out. There'll be, you know, I'm not going to be, they don't have menus that have got dairy and gluten-free written on it. I'm just going to do the best I can. And we're also going to Pondicherry, which is well known for its French patisseries. And I'm in India and I'm going to eat croissants in India. Like they're going to be amazing. I'm going to eat them. And, and then I'll have to decide if it's worth it. And I don't eat like that all the time, but I don't think that it's a wrong thing to do either, right? So if you've got this kind of thing where you're just doing the best choice for you available in that moment... You don't have to try and be perfect. It's not about, you know, just just eating real food. It's not about just having everything that's unprocessed. Like if you get so anal about the food you're eating, it's sucking the complete joy out of your world. But then if there's the opposite of that, where it's just a free-for-all, where you're just going hard out, then that is also like not helpful, right? But if you get that, I always talk about embedding a slim mindset. So somebody with a slim mindset would go to, um, you know, an event like the 50th that I went to and they would have some canapes. And I didn't eat, like, I wouldn't stand, you know, I used to, like, sit to say to the waiter, this is, like, me before, like, come and find me. And I used to be, like, standing there, like, grabbing people. Like, I wasn't like that, but I did eat until I wasn't hungry anymore. And, um, you know, it's just, we just do the best we can with what we what we can do. And that's all we can do. So when we've got somebody that's basically slightly shaming us into, oh, you're eating processed food, oh, how disgusting. Like, fuck that, you know? It's just that we're creating this way of being in the world that suits us with a slim mindset, that we eat the food, we forget about the food, and we don't eat again until we're hungry, and food doesn't control our thoughts. And the way we do that is by programming ourselves to be like that. So... Wherever you're at in your food journey, whether you're completely obsessed with food, and I was that girl, whether you've um, started creating that slim mindset, whether, and it's even thinking around, you know, am I, 
am I on the right track or not? Because if you're on the right track and you just deviate slightly off the path and then come back on the right track, it still feels good. It feels fine. But what can happen is we're creating this way of being where you sort of deviate slightly off the track and then you're like, I've ruined everything. So I got reminded this morning in um, a group coaching call that I talk about the plane analogy. And I don't know if I've spoken about it on this podcast because it's been a while since I did an episode, but the plane analogy is when you are, there's a pilot and he's going from Sydney to LA. And when he takes off, he's, he's kind of off course the entire way, course correcting the entire way. But he doesn't go slightly off course and then all of a sudden he ends up in Bermuda and he's like, oh, I might as well just crash the plane. I'll just crash the plane. Like, what's the point? Like, I've done this now, you know, and that's what we're like if we have a couple of biscuits and then we have a couple more and then we eat the half the packet and then we eat the whole packet and then we're like, oh, well, I might as well just go on like this for weeks now. Like, it doesn't even make sense. So it's just like, that's interesting that happened and now I'm going to course correct back on track. I'm going to leave that behind. Every moment is a fresh start. I'm going to just course correct back on track. So that's what I teach. That's what I share. And that's what I embody in my own life. We're not chasing perfection in any way, shape or form. The messy beautiful is absolutely perfect. And it's completely perfect to be imperfect. That's what I say about that. This is the thing I love right now. This is the thing I love. I've still got to get a jingle made for this bit of the show. Hmm. (laughs) Okay, so I've talked about farting, so I might as well continue, right? Um, I don't eat sweets. I just don't eat sweets. I used to eat a lot of sweets, but I found these sweets recently and I've dabbled. Like I've got these, um, I can't remember the name of these ones. I got them from a health food store. They just weren't very nice. Um, And then I got these other sweets called Double Day Sweets. Again, very, not very nice. And farty pants and then trumpet bum and um then I found these sweets I don't even know how I came across them or why I was interested in them maybe that the health food store and I just they got my attention anyway so I bought a packet of worms and which are snakes and I also bought a packet of sour gummy bears and they're actually really good um and I was thinking to myself when I make a podcast episode again, I'm going to talk about these. So that was my justification for buying them. Anyway, I ate both of them together. And then, honestly, fart, fart, fart. And I'm talking about farting in one episode because I know that other that people really gross out on it. And like sometimes I talk about farting in um, group coaching calls and I can actually see women like withdrawing, like leaning back, trying to, like, like horrified that I'm talking about farting. It's just a natural thing. But I tell you what, I talk about it but I don't do it in front of other people. Like I would be mortified if I farted in front of somebody or if even guys, like when they fart in front of you, you're like, do you ever want to get laid again? Like, don't do that. That's disgusting. And when people do it thinking they're funny, I don't find it funny. Uh, An ex-boyfriend of mine had these friends, this couple, and we'd go out on like a couple date and they would fart in a restaurant just as the waiter was coming over and think it was hilarious. And I was absolutely horrified. I hated going out with them. It was so wrong on so many levels. So that's my stance on farting, in case you wanted to know. And the reason why I'm packing this all into one session is because I won't talk about it all the time. So, you know, if I've grossed you out, I might as well just gross people out in one episode and then get it over and done with. Yeah. Anyway, so that's my that's my stand on farting. So the sweets that I want to talk to you about are called fun day sweets, but they could just be called fart day sweets because they say on the packet that no sugar alcohols, which your body can't actually metabolize sugar alcohol, so it goes straight through. That's why you fart it out. 
Um, but what they say is there's no sugar alcohol, but they say something on the thing which I've never seen before, and it says unavailable carbohydrates. So basically, and I'd love to actually talk to a dietitian or a nutritionist about this because I have no idea, but basically it's, it's, it has the same effect as a sugar alcohol because you can't process it. So that's what happens. And so I went on and I was doing my research online and I was researching um, all their reviews and a couple of other people said that they had the same, um, you know, bugle bum problem as well. And so they're called fun day sweets. And if you're home by yourself on a Saturday evening and you just want to fart all night, then they're great. They're awesome. But what I do, because, you know, that sort of the appeal of that wears off. Have I still got any listeners right now? <laughs> The appeal of that wears off. So um, what I do is I put my worms in a freezer, in the freezer, and I just have like a couple after a meal. And, you know, that's just all I need, which is quite nice. Yeah. So that's um, the thing that I love right now. And that's the end of the show. I'm going to have I'm gonna have my segments back, but I just wanted to actually just, you know, record something without getting tangled up in all of the segments that I was doing. So that's the show for today. Thanks for joining me. It's been amazing. If you want some um, more help, support, and my talk about farting hasn't not put you off, then check out the links in the show note description. There are some links in there. Thanks for tuning in. Are you still here? (laughs) Okay, we're done now. Bye!